Welcome to Toe to Toe, a podcast for realtors where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for realtors to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Merkland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Toe to Toe. I am here with my favorite co-host, Jennifer Merlin. Monica, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Super. All right, good. I think we have another uh, hot topic to discuss here. And um, I don't know. I don't know where we'll come down on this one today. I feel like going on a tirade. So this sounds fun. Let's do it. I think we might be on the same page here, but that doesn't mean it's the only page to be on. As you guys know, our entire objective here is to let you see that there are more, there is more than one way to be successful in real estate. So today let's talk about our self showings, the wave of the future. So this idea that a buyer can get online to an iBuyer program, set a showing on their own and go see it. Our self showings, the wave of the future. Is that what we're talking about here today, Jen? Yeah, that's a great topic. What do you think? You go first. Are they the wave of the future? I I just want to say no. I just want to say that people still recognize that this is often the largest investment they're going to make. And mm-hmm. there is some value in feeling like they're being led through the process. Mm-hmm. I also know that people are short in patience. And if they want to go see a house, they want to go see a house. And if it's available, they might go do that. But I think that that doesn't jeopardize the real estate agent, our business. I don't know. What do you think? I I think this is a hard one. So this topic came up um, because Zillow actually just entered the Ohio market, Mm -hmm. the Zillow homes. Mm -hmm. And they do the Mm self-showings. So I am... I'm like for and against it. So the for part of it is exactly what you said. I think it's like, they've been doing, we've been doing it in rentals for a long time. Mm. Okay. But rentals are a little bit different, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think it's like, I think it's a good idea for an immediate mm-hmm. like response or like, it's kind of like an open house sort of like you can kind of come in your leisure if you're not ready or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that the biggest, kind of the bigger, the issue that's tied in here with self-showings is also the value of a buyer rep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think a larger issue here is I think the buyer should pay the buyer rep, not the seller. Like most states, I think all states have the seller. Yeah, pay. I think you're right. Why is because that? I think there is value. This, I think like the seller paying for the buyer's rep is like me paying for my ex-husband's divorce attorney. Mm. It's just, why would I do that? And if I'm going to do that, then I want to pick who it is. Well, here's what, and this may be an entirely different podcast episode, but here's my fear with that. If the buyer has to shell out money to be represented, that you and I know many will not do it. And that is not good for our industry. I actually disagree. So yeah, let's do that as a pot next That's time. a whole subject. Okay. So okay. self-showings. Okay. I think that there's a lot of that. I think it depends on the property sometimes too. Mm-hmm. So because most people, buying a house is their largest asset. And I think it is helpful to have 
a professional that understands not only the process that understands the process and has been through the process with many clients. Mm -hmm. Now that is kind of like a plug for that apprenticeship program that I want to do. Here we go. Back to Because it's like, you have so many, there's a number of agents that don't know what they're doing, that don't know the process that haven't helped any clients. So thus they are not helpful or Mm -hmm. they get in the way. So I would in order rather have a highly professional real estate agent that knows what the hell they're doing, represent the buyer. Then I would have self showings. Then I would have a terrible agent representing the buyer. So same for, for sale by owners. Like if you're going to choose a terrible agent to represent you, you're better off selling it yourself. Right. Right. But there's value in what's that? Cause you're, cause you're going to be out the money and you're going to be out. Yeah, right. They're not helpful. Right. You're better off having somebody that knows what the hell they're doing and can help you get what you want mm-hmm. and give you more money too. From a selling standpoint, from a buying standpoint, the same thing is true. We can, as a more professional agent, we can get your contract accepted easier where we have, we're known more with the other realtors. Mm-hmm. So if they're choosing between two different agents, mm-hmm. they're going to, you know what I mean? Two different yeah, agents clients. Sure. They're yeah. going to be like, well, I've worked with this agent before. They were great. Mm-hmm. And they're going to go with that because they're going to trust. There's more trust there. Like I know they, they made sure that agent was, that buyer was pre-qualified. Yes. Well, pre-approved. Oh my gosh. I just did a, I interviewed our lender on the difference between pre-approved and pre-qualified. Super okay. high. Anyway. Eye-opening. Yes. Oh, wow. That should be another, let's do that one. Yeah, we should. Yeah. Okay. So my question on the Zillow or any other program like that, once the buyer goes through that system and sees the house, are they allowed to go outside for representation to purchase or is that procuring cost? I will have to double check, but I believe they are. It's just for the showing. To me, that's a big difference maker then. If if Zillow, for instance, just because we're talking about this as an example, if they say, hey, if you see this house through this program, you can't bring your own buyer rep to the table unless you're going to pay them. Yeah, that would be terrible. Yeah, that would be dangerous, right? Because then they can't, because this is what's going to happen. Buyers are going to go and then they're going to call you and I because we're in a relationship with them and they're going to be like, we love this house. Will you help us buy it? And I'm going to say, I can't because you freaking went without me. Yeah, that would be awful. Yeah, to me, that's, I guess, the line where I would draw the problem with the program. And I just, I don't know how, I don't know if they're different, you know, each program's different in that capacity or what? Yeah. I don't know either. That is an interesting question. I think like, even if you have a builder, even if a client goes into a builder and like does the initial conversation, if they bring you back at the second conversation, those builders will honor your representation, mm-hmm. at least the ones I've dealt with. Cause they know buyers go rogue. Mm-hmm. But I think too, like would I ever put one of my listings on a self-showing? I think there's like, I don't know. I, I like the idea and a concept, but I think the reality has some real drawbacks because people yeah. are, some people are not good people. Uh, correct. I think it opens up our industry for further questionable activities. Right. And you know what a self-showing is? It's called a freaking open house. Hold them, right? I mean- <laughs> That's, that's a, go to the open house. It's fine. Yeah. Right? And I don't think in general house quote unquote houses don't sell themselves. Like people say, like, that's right. just not a, that's not a real thing. That's dumb. Right. <laughs> 
So it's like, okay, well, what then the purpose, the real purpose then of the self showings are showing unmotivated buyers to house. That's right. Looky like, loo. Why would you do that? That's a looky loo. Yeah. I yeah. always tell my sellers that is, is look, we want people who have agents because they're serious. They're pre-approved. They've been looking, they're ready to buy. They've right. taken time to consult with this person. Like that is your best buyer. Right. The person that just, you know, happens through or whatever and right. needs to pivot to actually buy this, they're going to be all kinds of hurdles with that because right. they were planning. Yeah, exactly. So, and I think like, yeah, not only that, not only are they probably not a very good buyer because if they do have an agent, I mean, they would just call that agent and that agent needs to be like, if they're out of town or they're busy, they should be able to get somebody else to help them. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's, that's really more of a conversation of how do you take care of your clients, right? hundred percent. And this is where the idea of a past tense agent versus a present tense agent comes to mind. What the hell is that? Listen Did to this. This is, listen, no, this is, I, I freaking, I teach this all the time. So we think, no, listen, we think as agents that our job is to show people house, sell a house, negotiate contract. We're done. We were their agent. That's past tense. If somebody says Monica was my agent, when mm. we sold our house, oh. that's a true statement. That's not the statement I want. No. I need to show up like an agent every single day after that in their life by coming from contribution, by checking in, by sharing the value of their home, like a financial advisor would. Like I need to be a present tense agent. I want them to say Monica is our agent. That's so beautiful. You're I'm, right. I'm serious. And if we are showing up as present tense agents, we will be right there when they see that Zillow house and they right. want to go see it. And it'll be convenient for them to say, hey, Jen, come. we want to go see this house. Right. Or yeah, too, if there are, if there is the ability for them to go, but like, but you can't make it or whatever, you can still be available by phone. You can still be available by, by FaceTime or whatever. Yep. You have, right. Yep. So like, I think it's, they're fine, but yeah, I just think there's more liability than benefit. Agreed. Agreed. So the motto that, or the, I guess the moral of this story, guys, if you're listening today is don't worry about these programs. They're not going to ruin your business if huh. you are showing up in the right way for your clients every single day. Well, your mindset about them will ruin your business. That's right. That's true. That's right. But that's on us. And look, most people don't need to do 200 deals a year. Most people are trying to do 24, 30, 36 deals a year. That means you need 15 or 20 good, solid relationships and clients because yeah. they're going to buy and sell. Like, this is not hard. You don't need to worry about this. This is not going to ruin your business. Stay right. close. Stay in relationship. I like it. I don't really... We didn't really disagree on that. No, I don't think. I think it was just a good like hashing out of what, what could be and what to watch out for and what to do about it. Yeah. Well, let's head back to our corner here. Okay. Take a short break, hear a word from our sponsor. And when we return, we will have the final punches. Do you have an entrepreneur mindset? Do you believe in the power of building wealth versus just selling houses? There's a new kind of business model for realtors, and you owe it to yourself to see why top agents and teams are aligning their future with the fastest growing real estate company in the world. EXP Realty, tomorrow's brokerage today. For more information or a private discussion, go to the Toe to Toe Podcast Facebook page and send a private message telling us you'd like to learn more about EXP Realty. All right, welcome back. Jen, do you know 
did anyone else have other thoughts on this? Did you talk to other agents about this? Yeah, well, we definitely have stay tuned after and kind of hear some thoughts from people that it just entered our market. So we just didn't really have a lot of experience, but we have somebody, a guest that does have more experience with it. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds good. All right, let's recap kind of our, let's just recap three takeaways from this um, total. So what was a takeaway that you? Buyers should be paying for their own agents. (laughs) Buyers should be paying for their own agents. Okay. (laughs) Mine is you need to be an agent to people that matter to you every day, whether they're buying or selling a house or whether they've ever bought or sell a house. You need to be the resource providing information, education, and demonstration of what you do every day. Right. Um, I think to answer the question, do we think it's the future? I mean, maybe the question, do we think it will negatively impact us is a no. I agree. Agree with that. But I do think we're going to see a lot more of it and we're going to have to find our way through this. So Tighten down your relationships. And your process. And your process. (laughs) And don't worry about what you can't control. Never use this as an excuse. Just keep on rolling. You got it, girl. Things will change. All right. I think that's going to have to be the end of the showdown today, which was not so much a showdown, but maybe just a show up. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we learned about the uh, present versus past agent. That was pretty good. I like it. Be a present agent. Or you be a present tense agent. You've got to be it. Got to be it every day. All right. So say it again. Just don't be a concierge agent. Whatever. (laughs) meaning don't serve your clients at a high level. Oh God. Here we go. All right. Do you think there was a knockout today? Probably not. But do you have any experience with the iBuyer self-showing process? Go to our Facebook page, Toe to Toe Podcast. Let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you. We would. And if you like us, be sure to rate and review us. It helps us get seen to other people. And if you have an interest in learning more about eXp, just shoot us a text. Absolutely. And you know, eXp has uh, an iBuyer type program Mm -hmm. um, that really puts the agent in the middle of the mix. I think they've Mm -hmm. done a really cool job. So if you want to learn more about that, reach out to Jen and I as well. Awesome. Thanks, Monica. All right. Thanks, Jen. See you next time. Bye. All right. Hey, everyone. I'm here with Leonard Craddett. Hey, Leonard. Hey there, Jen. (laughs) And Leonard is the Franchise Development Manager for Exit Realty in Michigan. And he also has a real estate team that serves uh, the Grand Rapids area in Michigan. Welcome to being our tiebreaker, Leonard. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Well, I appreciate you being on. We've been talking about self-showings. And it seems like you have a little bit of an experience with that. Can you share with us kind of what your experience has been? Sure. Well, I've been in real estate for over 30 years and I've also done property management as well. And at one point we had tried self-showings, for example, with property uh, management, people leasing apartments and Uh different things like that. What we found was we had far greater success by actually having our leasing agents go along with the prospects and be able to learn more about their needs and desires and their likes and dislikes and what sorts of things that maybe that particular apartment in this example Mm -hmm. might not have satisfied their needs. And so rather than lose them, we were able to learn enough and build enough of a relationship that we could 
potentially steer them towards maybe a better location for an apartment or a better style style design yeah. floor plan, you know, or something like that. We found the same thing in real estate versus, you know, with the shutdown and the lockdowns in real estate during the COVID and some realtors were trying lots of different things to, you know, show properties and things right. like that. It's still better in my opinion and in my experience to be that person that's there and that advisor beside the client the whole time. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a relationship style business. And we found that we were both in the rental industry as well as the, the home sales industry, far greater ability to close the deal and satisfy the client and ultimately make a sale uh, in both industries by sticking with the clients rather than just let them self-show. Yeah, I mean, I think you bring up a good point. I am wondering, could that also be done over the phone at all? Or do you think it has to be in person? I think it needs to be in person. I mean, could it be done over the phone? I suppose, but I think by and large, most people that are shopping for whether it's an apartment or a, a home to purchase or mm -hmm. live in, it's such an important decision to them that they appreciate the service yeah. aspect of that and the relationship. So the face-to-face, -face, there's, there's just no substitute for it, in my opinion, professionally. Do you think, I'm wondering, because do you think that they're kind of going to be the future, though, like these self-showings? Because I've noticed, like, Zillow just came into our market, and they're doing self-showings now. I can see the the liability of it, but I can also see mm -hmm. the benefit for the buyers. But then also to your point, right? It's like, if you really want a house, this is a consultative business and you need a consultant, you know? Absolutely. That's right. And, and Zillow, Zillow, I'll give them credit. They try a lot of things out of the box. And yeah. the, the reality is that many realtors get nervous or concerned because they think, oh my gosh, Big Bad Zillow is coming to do something different and it could hurt my business. The truth is there's really no substitute and history has verified this mm -hmm. for personal interaction. There yeah. just isn't. You might have the one-offs that say, okay, I'm totally comfortable doing things on my own. But generally speaking, the clients appreciate the relationship that they have, the information, you know, the questions they might get. Yeah. And ultimately, ultimately the sales and success ratios reflect that. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I'm just thinking of like, you know, the one thing that they don't appreciate or we don't even appreciate, it's like, if we are working with several buyers, you have a timing issue, right? So it's like, you don't want to be showing at like eight o'clock at night if you, you know, you've been working all day and then, or they can't go at like 10 AM. So that's where like the benefit of the self showing could be. But to your point, it's like, but what are you giving up? I guess. Well, that, and people question now, and some of it I believe is, is partially driven by the steps that bigger companies like Zillow are taking that makes the consumer question the validity of a real estate agent and mm. what their role is versus their commission and how do we earn it. 
And I think that the further we step away from hands-on service mm-hmm. in throughout the sale from start to finish, mm-hmm. I think the more detriment it does to the to the industry and it allows people to uh, make excuses for not paying the normal commissions. We're seeing mm-hmm. that happening in the industry right now. Mm-hmm. People are going, well, why? What am I paying for? Right. With a realtor, right? The point is, is yeah, you need me at, at eight o'clock at night. That's part of our job. And we, Watch going your into mouth, real Leonard. estate, no, it's kidding. part of our job. It just is. I love you, Jen, but it's part of our job. <laughs> and, you know, it's the times that you have those days where you're busy. Like you said, you're busy and you might not be able to get them at 10 o'clock in the morning and they've got to go at eight o'clock at night or on a weekend but we also don't think about all the times as realtors that we have a lot of free time on our hands besides that. Mm-hmm. And so it's a trade-off. It's a trade-off. And you try to balance work life the best you can. But I think that to stay successful and to build long-term relationships, and I will say that every real estate coach that's worth their salt in the world will tell you there is no substitute for continuous contact with your client and your database. Yeah. So why stop? Why stop right in the heat of the selling process? That's right. why I'm not a fan of of no, you know, of uh, Self- solo showing. Yeah, no, that, showings, yeah. yeah, you bring up a lot of really great points. Well, I appreciate your insight. It's always nice to have somebody on that's been in the business for a really long time because you have some experience with this opinion, you know. So. Thank you so much. And I appreciate you you bringing this to the forefront because it's an important topic. And as I said, we see a lot of changes coming. All of the people in real estate do. Yeah. And some of them get concerned and afraid because yeah. they think things are going to drastically change. I, I can tell you from experience, I do not believe these are simple disruptors yeah. and they're a temporary blip in the system. And even the companies that are trying some of these things are actually finding that consumers prefer to be work to work with agents and go hand in hand and have them be a part of the whole process right that's where you build trust and credibility yeah that makes sense all right well if anybody has any referrals um or if anybody is interested i guess in opening up an exit realty franchise in michigan you bet they can, uh, you bet they can give you a buzz what's the best way to reach you leonard Best way to reach me is just call 616-213-2051. That's my cell phone number. We have 35 offices in Michigan currently, and I'm opening more constantly. So we're looking for agents that want to grow and want to be a part of a company that is focused on human potential. That's the difference in Exit Realty. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, Jen, and you too. Appreciate it. And I'm thankful that you had me on today. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toe to Toe Podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.